This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, and I'm Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 16th, episode 2663, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, we all hope you made it through your week and that you're going to have a terrific weekend. I know there's some weather in the country. I saw that in Vermont, they had snow. It's Uh, almost May. (laughs) I I think that line stretches all the way down to Oklahoma, yet down here it's rain. So it's been like days of rain. Oh, that's fun. Enjoying the mud? Yeah. (laughs) I told you, those of you that have an indoor arena, do not complain about your barn because... It's so expensive. <laughs> I could have one so bad. <laughs> Do you know we've talked on the over the years on the show about major uh, clothing lines that have tried to get into the equestrian world, right? Uh, well, Tommy Hilfiger has decided to get into the equestrian world, and they're calling it Tommy Equestrian. There's a clever name for Wait, it. Wait, he's going to make like show clothes or yes. make clothes that look like well, people that, have been in riding? In the past, it's always been clothes that kind of are supposed to resemble equestrian clothes. Tommy's making actual riding clothes. And I put, put a link there. You haven't looked at this yet. Go look at the pictures and tell me what you think. I got to say, in my opinion, while you're looking up the pictures there on that page, and I'll post this on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page, I have to say that it's different, but it's not as horrible as some of the other places. The riding jackets actually look nice. I'm looking at pictures of people in like t-shirts and coats and sweatshirts and all that. And it just looks like Tommy Hilfiger kind of gear, which is like the block red, white and blue print. But then Um, there are some, you see the riding jackets on that page too. They're, you know, they're, they look nice there. Ooh, I want that sweatshirt. That's cute. So I, as, as the attempts go by major manufacturers to do, to do equestrian stuff, then ain't bad. I got to give them credit. No, I like it. And I've always wanted a red jacket because it makes me look like I'm a member of the um, Olympic team. The elite club. (laughs) Good luck with that. I'm going to show up in a red show coat and just be like, what's up, y'all? I'm here. Why don't you put the USA logo on the the shoulder as well? (laughs) Sew a little flag on it. Yeah. There you go. I'll put a link to that. Let us know what you think of uh, Tommy's Tommy Equestrian. Well, on today's show, we have your your first guest who's going to be here in just a minute is talking about her ancient horse, right? Okay, so the story is Anita was at a barn that I boarded at when I was a teenager, and she was probably like eight, and I was uh, 15 or 20, I don't know, was older, and she got this horse, and just recently I saw her post about the horse, and I was like, I wrote her, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You still have sunshine? Sunshine is 43 years old. So I was like, you have to come on and talk about this horse. Because I remember when you bought it. And I remember I was not old. 
<laughs> That's incredible. And then we have uh, Jody coming on with us, and she just started a brand new magazine. That, uh, yeah, I know magazines are going out of business in the world, but she just started a brand new horsey magazine. It's a little different than the others. So we're going to have her on to talk about that. And of course, we have some really bad ads to end the week. Hey, we have a lot of auditor birthdays this weekend. Sherry Olson, April Herrera, Chelsea Scriven, Nicole McKean, Patricia Clark, and Haley Clements. Happy birthday to all of you. And for the first time with that many names, I don't think I screwed up a one. We'll let them be the judge of that. <laughs> I think I got them. They were pretty simple today. This is amazing. This story comes from the Pollock Report. And um, there was a fire at Belmont. Did you hear about yeah, this? Yeah, I saw it. has been in the news. Fire at Belmont in uh, Barn 39. And they have you know sprinkler systems. And the sprinkler system went off. And apparently there was like an instant, as barn fires do, instantaneously huge fire. Well, trainer Robert Falcone Jr., who has stalls in Barn 39, was one of the first responders on Tuesday evening. He said he was on the way to the track kitchen. When he saw smoke coming from Barn 60, uh, sorry, it's a Barn 60. So uh, he said, I knew something wasn't right. I ran back to our barn. I yelled to my team to grab shanks and halters and hurry up. And they evacuated 58 horses. Now, there were a couple injuries to employees and a couple people um, from the fire department that uh, had some injuries. And they saved 58 out of 60 horses. Um, they are still investigating the cause of the fire, but these so often have a different story, you know, a different ending, um, which is not 58 horses survived. So congratulations to everybody that jumped on it. Um, it is sad that they did lose two American sailor and beastie D succumbed in the fire, but three workers were treated on site for issues, but, um, pretty much these guys are, ultimate heroes i mean just an amazing situation that everybody just acted and uh, jumped the in there sprinklers probably gave him the time to do it if it hadn't been for the sprinklers they probably wouldn't have had the time is falcone said it was really smoky in there we were trying to get through a shed row full of smoke and get into stalls of horses and you can't see in the stalls and at the same time there are horses without halters running down the shed road that you can't see you're mm. running in and out somebody oh else whose horse you have to get in against the wall you don't know where they're coming from i mean it sounds like utter panic but uh. that 58 <laughs> of these horses i just got the shivers saying, i mean when you uh -huh. think about that Oh yeah, yeah, an incredible team effort. And then you wonder if you're brave enough to do it. I mean, we all would be because we you do what you have to do. But, you know, you think about that and go, would I be brave enough to do that? Uh, you just never know what you're going to do until you're in that situation. The fact that he was like, grab ropes. And, like, everybody jumped in. All these people jumped in and, and went right to it. Um, and they say is, you're is supposed incredible. to let, just let the horses loose so they can get themselves out, but they don't always do that either. You know, they well, we know from Black and... Beauty, if you read Black Beauty, <laughs> the barn was on fire and Black Beauty was afraid to leave because he didn't understand. <laughs> and course. he didn't want to leave the stall until he heard Ginger outside whinnying. And that's why he left. And he was led up by John. It was amazing. Scene. Every, so every Jamie reference comes back to Black Beauty in this <laughs> one way. <laughs> oh my gosh. Black Beauty was safe. Okay. We're going to give Jamie a chance to clear 
blends black beauty out of her system while we hear from Kentucky Performance Pro. No words can describe the depth of the bond between a horse and his Oh, and then it's this commercial. (laughs) Just the gate just before you turn him out. The soft touch of his muzzle on your hand as he scoops up the treat out of your palm. The warmth of his body under your legs as you saunter bareback across the pasture. The beat of his hooves as you gallop in perfect rhythm cross-country. The sensation of flying as you clear the oxer. The sense of peace that comes over you as you walk together down the quiet trail. The sound of him contently eating his dinner. The feel of his warm, soft coat under your hand. The feeling you get when it's just you and your horse. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Equijewel. Fight back against an energy crisis that can impact condition and performance. Equijewel is a high-fat, low-starch and sugar formula that was developed to safely meet the energy needs of your horse. The horse that matters to you matters to us. I got to talk about Kentucky Performance Products real quick. Okay. Okay, so Eventing Nation, we had Deanne on Monday tell us that they're doing a virtual vendor village on eventingnation.com, which is like the celebration of all the shopping that we don't get to do at Rolex or Land Rover. So Kentucky Performance Products, check this out. 20% off all their supplements and free shipping. I don't know how they're not losing money on this. Free ship. I, it's hard for me to buy. Like I love their summer games electrolytes, but I want to buy the ginormous tub and it's like a 40 pound tub and also microphase, which is a vitamin and mineral supplement that I really think one of my racehorses needs. And so I bought both Glenn. I got a, I got 70 pounds of supplements ordered on Monday and they came yesterday uh, in the rain. So I've got 40, 70 pounds of buckets of supplements sitting in the back of my Ranger because I like pick them up and load them in. And I ordered them 20% off and free shipping, which doesn't happen. So if you guys have been wanting on the fence about wanting some supplements right now, go to eventingnation.com. There is a code if you don't you don't have it in front of you, ENVV. So Eventing Nation Vendor Village 2021, ENVV 2021, 20% off of all supplements and free shipping. Chad was like, I don't know. Uh, they're losing money. I don't know. They can't <laughs> possibly be making money on this. And uh, so, but some of the other things. Yeah, it are, cost them about $80 to ship then. <laughs> I mean, 70 pounds of bucket. I mean, that's got to be more than it's. I mean, it's Do you know what it costs expensive. for me to ship one of our HRN mugs to somebody? $11. Oh, my gosh. For a mug. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, so there, you take advantage of this right now. If you guys want some Kentucky performance, they're going to be cussing me for I telling you. It's everybody. through tonight or tomorrow. So get it today. Get, you know, and, and yeah. some of the, there's a different deal every day. And I, I was going to buy a, a ton of lead ropes and it had already expired. It was like the day before. So Kentucky performance products has been going on all week with this. And I really feel like maybe it's through next week too. But if you are interested, get on it today because it is quite the deal. Very good. And we use some of those products too. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, we use some of those. Scooter takes uh, Kentucky Performance products. Elevate. Yeah. Elevate. It's a exactly. smaller bucket though. <laughs> oh, well, I, and I bought the Elevate Wells, the WS, which is the liquid vitamin E because when you treat horses for EPM, which I basically treat all my horses from EPM when they get here from the trek, um, 
I, you give them two cc's of that and oh my god yeah it's amazing but like it's tiny and so i buy that all the time and it's tiny and it's like you know 11 shipping i bought 70 pounds <laughs> for free with 20 percent off that's insane sorry carry on well we're going to talk a little bit we're going to get to our first guest uh, a little bit later in the show i'll give you guys all an update on our greyhound pickles and what is going on i talked about that on monday so i have an update for everybody we'll do that later on the show but right now we're going to go to jamie's first guest I'm pleased to welcome to the show a dear friend of mine, Anita, who I we kind of grew up together. Anita and I were both barn rats at different times. I was a little older. I was a barn rat. And then she started taking lessons at Little Creek Farm that I was uh, boarding my horse at. And I remember when you and your parents started coming to the barn, you had this little cute Arabian. And then you guys got a Beautiful Palomino quarter horse named Sonny. What year was that that you guys got him? Do you remember? We got him in 1989. Good Lord, I feel really old. <laughs> I Trust me, that. I do. I how, do. <laughs> how old was he when you guys got him? So apparently he, from one the the lady who actually owned him before, she said he was 12, but they actually... Dr. Collins at the time said, no, he's much older than that. So we averaged him up right now. He, we averaged him at 48 right now. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So Sonny, the Palomino quarter horse that you got in 1989 and Dr. (laughs) Collins, by the way, was my childhood veterinarian. Dr. (laughs) Collins aged him as older and you still have Sonny. Yep. Yep, I've had him now, what, 32 years now. And how old do you think he is? 48, 48. Um, Dr. Wright, who we use now, he took over most of the clientele from Dr. Collins when he passed away, and he's been with us ever since. So, yeah, he's. we all came to the agreement from what Dr. Collins documented that he is 48 years old. Now, we I've heard about what that, is this a pony or a horse? He's he's actually a horse. He's he's a um, due to his height, he's considered a horse. Wow, <laughs> I've heard yeah. about it with ponies, not horses. <laughs> and yeah, he, he's he's old. <laughs> From what I remember, I believe he was like big Palomino quarter horse type horse. And you guys, like I rem- I mean, I just remember when you got him, and I was a kid. Now, since then, you have gone on to join the military and spent how many years in what 15. branch? Army, army, yep, almost 15 years, yep. 15 years in the army, thank you for your service. And this whole time, what has Sonny been doing? <laughs> so when I was active duty, um, <laughs> my poor parents, they had to take on the responsibility of him. So we've had him at Little Creek Farm um, that you remember, all the way up to when we decided to try and build our farm, which is at Montclair Stables. And then we sold that farm and came back to Little Creek, and we've been there ever since. So. You- Wait a second, you guys built Montclair? Yeah, we built Montclair Stables. That was my dad's farm. Yep. I used to board at Montclair after I boarded at Little Creek. (laughs) But it was Nikki Buckingham that owned it then because she was an inventor. Oh, my God. I didn't know you guys owned that, too. See, this is like old home week, Glenn. We're going to catch up with all the people that that we used to know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we built, um, we bought the property. Um, My dad, when he retired from Delta, he built the property and... um, he, he built it up, and um, then we joined in with Joy, uh, Joe Conaciente, which is Nikki Buckingham. I don't know if they're still married, but 
they got married and we were all partnership. And then dad's like, you know what, we're going to just go back to Little Creek. And so we packed up sunshine and we went back to Little Creek. And, um, so we've been there ever since. And yeah, he's, he, we were jumping still all the way up to, well, when I was in the military back to that, my mom and dad, they had to take over sunshine for, I think it was almost eight years. And then, I got out of active duty and said, Hey, you know, I'm having a kid, you know, we're going to, um, just do the reserve thing. So I did the reserve and worked at a vet clinic for a while and that wasn't paying the bills. So I got into law enforcement and was doing law enforcement with, um, the reserve and then had to go. So I got rid of the reserve and just did law enforcement. So sunshine, I kind of abandoned him for mom and dad were always with him twice a day taking care of him and I'm back home with him and we've been ever since and just been love on him. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you guys, Anita lives in Decatur, which is the tiny town in Atlanta inside the perimeter of Atlanta that I grew up in. And Little Creek was where I boarded my first horses, where I first started taking riding lessons. This is a barn in the middle of the city that has been there forever forever Mm -hmm. and the stories i believe was sunshine one of the ones that got onto the freeway (laughs) on saint patrick's day yes ma'am he wanted to go find (laughs) a beer somewhere (laughs) okay this is crazy so i remember we little creek did not have its entire place fenced in but there was a creek that ran around it hence the name little creek and i just remember one day coming to the barn and being like oh yeah a bunch of horses took off across the creek and ran down the freeway. What, what, was that what happened? It's a fog. Yeah, they broke out. Yep. There was about, um, 10 horses that broke out and they decided to go for a little walk down the expressway on 78 and they were looking for a bar. That's what we came to a conclusion. And (laughs) (laughs) they, um, it is Georgia after all. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this is definitely Georgia. Uh, (laughs) So they ended up backtracking back towards little Creek and that's when, um, all the people that worked down at the barn, they were all in their PJs. We, we all just went looking for them and they all came back. So we, everybody came back. Um, only a couple horses got a little lame, you know, running on asphalt. But besides that, everybody was safe and sound, which was a good thing. Okay, so let me point out that the horse that's currently 48 years old also ran around downtown Atlanta on the freeway and is still kicking. <laughs> Very much so. Very that much is so. Amazing. So what is a day in the life of Sunshine at 48 now? So he really can't eat anything because he has a tendency of choking. Um, so we don't do the hay anymore. Um, what we do do is um, we do alfalfa pellets. So he gets fed three times a day. Um, so he gets his senior feed. He gets two scoops of that morning and evening. But we have to soak it. So it takes about 15 minutes to soak. So he'll eat that. And then at bed check, he gets a scoop of alfalfa pellets, a scoop of beet pulp with molasses. Uh, Strategy, we give him a a scoop and a half of that. And he gets a strong C2X. And that's what he eats for dinner. We put molasses on it. And and he gets spoiled, pretty much. He gets groomed every day. We love to do the apples. It's almost like applesauce for him. But that's like his little treat. So he's... Oh, I think we're losing. Uh, no, so we're losing. 
up your back. So, okay. so he's living well is what you're saying. Sunshine. And then do you guys have, let me tell you as a um, person that has boarded horses at my house before, this is a nightmare. <laughs> this yeah. is like one of the ones that you look at all the time to make sure they're okay. But it sounds like you guys are doing the most of the work. We're, we're, yeah, pretty much right now. We, um, so we came into a situation and that's why I kind of reached out to you um, just to catch up too. Um, he's blind. So he spooks at everything. And unfortunately down at Little Creek, they had to put up a um, electric fence, you know, cause some of the horses were fighting over the fence, of course, you know, and he um, touched it. And so he ended up getting um, shocked and now he's a little uh, spooked at everything. So, a lot of people are having a tough time trying to handle him because he does spook. Um, but he's been, um, as long as you get the halter on him and he knows where you're at, he won't spook as much. So he's, um, he's just doing really good right now. Uh, He's just going to have to live in your house. That's the only solution to this. (laughs) That's the thing is she messages (laughs) me and she's like, I don't know what to do. My 48 year old horse is blind and he's starting to spook and he's kind of hard to handle. You know what? That wasn't in my playbook. Okay, forty-eight year old. You didn't take a horse. lesson on that. <laughs> that was not part of it. So the only thing that I would tell you is to, you know, whenever anybody approaches, and I do this with all horses, I whistle or sing or talk. I'm over here, coming up, you know, and like to reach out, give him a rub before you throw the halter on, you know, let him know you're close by, and do the same thing. Every time, the best thing you can be for your horse, no matter how old your horse is, three or 48, the best thing you can do for your horse is be utterly predictable. And that to me really rings true with a blind 48 year old, just be utterly predictable. And, um, you know, it's almost to the point now where you guys need to handle him. Not everybody treats your horse like you do. Right. Exactly. And that, and that's pretty much what we've been doing. Um, I work, I work, I work odd hours, um, you know, cause it's law enforcement. So, uh, I go down right at midnight and I let him out in the paddock and then roughly around 5 AM when everybody starts slowly showing up down there, I go ahead and bring him in. And, um, so he, you know, if he does spook, he won't run over anybody cause you know, that is part of their concern. But when I go to him, I let, I just wait, I wait for him to come to me. And when he's ready to have his apples and I put the halter on him, I do use a chain lean, uh, lead over his nose just to apply a little pressure so he knows. And as long as I have my hand on his neck and we're walking side by side, he does not do anything stupid. He walks like an old gentleman. We need to send him a dually halter there. uh, I know. You need to get a dually (laughs) halter. Eliminate the chain because the chain is just... We'll make sure you get one of those because... Okay. <laughs> I think that'll that'll solve that. You know what I picture Sonny as? You know how they interview 105-year-old people and they ask them, how, what's the secret to longevity? I picture Sonny saying, whiskey and cigarettes every day. <laughs> head down the freeway and get yourself a beer on St. Patrick's That's what I picture him. If Sonny's sitting there with his drink in hand, his cocktail. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Screw oh, you, people. That. I'm still here. <laughs> 
It has Still just kicking. been delightful to catch up with you and hear a little bit more about Little Creek and still going strong. And, and thank you so much for reaching out to me. Like I said, the best advice I can give you is be utterly predictable and uh, get yourself a duly halter for sure. And um, we, I, I, ju- I, I just, I mean, this is like a childhood thing. I have so many memories of adventures. Like I remember when your mom let a random friend ride your Arab and the Arab took off and I was in the pasture riding another horse and I see this girl streaking by on this white Arabian and I see your mom running after it. <laughs> it's just like adventures in growing up at a boarding facility are definite. We should all like get together and write a book. I'm in touch with so many people from that time, you know, of, of little Creek back when I was a, a youth and um, so much of it reminds me of you guys. So, uh, love you tons. Please don't hesitate to reach out in the future. And um, I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. And please give your mom and daddy a big smooch. I will. And my mom is, she's sitting right next to me. She's driving. So she says hello to you. And oh, definitely when you come back in time, please swing by. We would love to go get coffee or beer or something. I'll bring sunshine, a, a whiskey. Apparently, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> secret hey, life. We're done with it. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Anita. Anita. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Jamie, that was so much fun hearing you talk about the old days with Anita. That was cool. That's <laughs> cool. And it oh, sounds well. like a, a fun place too. The the boarding stable you were at. Oh my gosh, I was the barn rat. Like I would be dropped off there on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. And I don't think my parents picked me up till 9 p.m. <laughs> That's that what we did. Before we get to really bad ads today, I'll tell you about a conversation I had with a woman who sounded just like your father, and she was from Augusta, Georgia. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and for those that don't know what Jamie's father sounds like, take the most Southern Southern accent you could ever imagine that you only understand <laughs> half the words. And that yep. is her dad. That's my daddy. <laughs> Coming up next, we have Jody on with us. And, you know, a lot of magazines in today's world are going out of business. And Jody was crazy enough to say, hey, I think I'm going to start one. And there's a lot of horse magazines in the world, but this one's a little bit different. Uh, she took a little bit of a different slant with it. It's called Gallup. And uh, the subtitle is Gallup, an equestrian literary magazine. Hi, Jody. Good morning. Hello, and thank you for having me on. So what crazy notion got into you to want to start a magazine in this world? Well, good question. I've been wanting to start this magazine for many years. I'm a writer by trade, um, and so I have an, a, a horse addict by passion. So I have two grand passions, words and horses, depending on the day. I'm not sure which is um, one or two. Um, and I thought, you know, there isn't a magazine that combines those two areas, horses and art. Um, and prior to this, I wrote a horse show mystery series in the nineties, um, starring this, basically me, Natty Gold, who was a reporter for the Charlotte paper in North Carolina, which is what I was, but really what she did was she she wrote, uh, she wrote, she rode horses and solved uh, murders, which I didn't do. I was a fashion writer. <laughs> that was good. That was my next question, actually. <laughs> but, you know, there were several people I wanted to kill. Um, and so, I, you know, I could do it in print. Um, and, and I, you know, I reached, a, a, you know, a nice level of success. And, and even now, I still get letters from people who read it saying, when's the next Natty book coming out? So there's a real thirst for, uh, and I'm not calling my books art, but there's a real thirst for reading art and horses. 
and so the the confluence of art and horses seemed like a natural to me. And I've been I've been blathering about this to my friends for ten years. It took a pandemic to we were in serious lockdown because I'm old and I didn't want to die alone. Um, <laughs> so we, we we locked down and we thought now's the time to make the magazine, and is- we did, and we did it by the. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, and it is different than the others in that it's it truly is an art magazine. Yes, it is, and uh, you know, I I don't know. I did a lot of research. I'm a, I'm a reporter by trade, so I know how to research. I have yet to find another one um, that is specifically art and horses, where that where that um, combination meets. So there are no. It's not a magazine where you're going to learn to ride better. You're going to you know learn to ha- how to hold your reins. It's a magazine that's going to inspire you and make you love horses even more, if that's possible. Um, we have poetry, we have short stories, we have incredible art. Um, I have the start of uh, my new book, the first two chapters, called Commander Speaks, about a, an obnoxious German horse who likes to pontificate and solve murders. Um, and uh, let's see what else we have. Well, um, well, I see Marilyn Monroe makes an appearance in the first uh Yes, I was just about to say Marilyn Monroe makes an appearance. I mean, it's, and Mr. Ed, who doesn't love Mr. Ed? Um, that's a very funny story by my good friend Len Kruger. We were in a writing group together when I lived in D.C. and we were both in the we were in the math MFA program in Maryland. The worst person. So when um, my husband and I did this magazine, I called them up, and write me some about Mr. Ed. You couldn't shut up about him twenty years ago. And um, the piece is delightful. It's hilarious. Uh, and anyway, so that was um, what we did. Getting the content was the easy part for me because I'm fairly hooked into uh, a large writing community and horse community. So I, I got quite a few submissions and, and then I surfed the internet looking for beautiful and, and unusual horse art. And I think if you'll flip through, you'll see that um, there's some gorgeous and unexpected horse art in there. Uh, so that was the easy part. The hard part, I'm not a tech person. Um, and we were going to partner with we write for a travel magazine and he was going to partner with us and put it online and he got busy. So then my husband, John Muncy and I had to figure out how to do this all by ourselves, which is, you know, we're old, we're baby boomers. You know, I'm the tech person in the house, which is a scary thought. Um, so we, we just downloaded Canva and issue and struggled our way through it, did it wrong, of course. The first time I laid it all out as double pages and it flipped four pages. So my future son-in-law, who was visiting his family in China and is a tech guy, had to cut each page apart and align it together. Um, and he's he's the graphics editor and he's a wizard. He he saved us. So it, it's, been, it's been quite a journey, but uh, I think it's rewarding. It's 85 pages of all horse art fiction poetry, et cetera. Right. It, so it, you did story. a good job of considering that you did this yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, this kind of stuff is not easy. <laughs> it was hard. We, you know, we kind of invented podcasting in the horse world, and we were trying to figure it out, too, and we made all the mistakes also. So that's 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 to be expected. Where can right. people it, actually go to find it, though? Where do they? Where can they read it? Well, um, that's part of the tech problem. Um, it's, 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 here's the link. It's www.issue, I-S-S-U-U, dot com backslash 
read Gallup. Now, I realize that's really a clunky way to get to it. We do have a website. It's www.gallopmag.com. Um, we're still working out the kinks. We have to get some kind of certificate so your computer doesn't say don't go here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, I hope to, and I hope to get that today. My son, who is in Thailand, is doing that for me. Um, so you could also go to www.gallopmag.com. And then we're on Facebook, Gallup, um, an equine literary magazine. Uh, if you search that, it'll come right up. So there's a lot of ways to get there. None of them as easy as I want it to be. But I'm hoping by next week, um, gallopmag.com will be accessible to everyone. Terrific. And I'll put a link in the show notes to it. Everybody should go take okay. a look at it. It is different and unique, and I'm, I'm proud of you for, for sticking with it Thank and getting you. it done. It's not. We know how hard technology is, so uh, we, we get it. <laughs> now my, my, son, my son wants me to do a podcast, and it's like, my brain can only take so much tech stuff. <laughs> right in the middle of Gallup, I had to get a new computer and a new phone. So yeah, taking on a magazine and a podcast, both brand new at the same time, I don't advise that. So yes, (laughs) I said, no, thank you for the idea, but we're going to pass on that right now. Yeah, stick with the magazine for a while. (laughs) Right. We hope to have another issue. So the other thing I I would like to say to your listeners is we're looking for content. Okay. If you have a short story or a poem or an essay, or you're an artist who can't stop drawing horses, which is I do mosaics and I and collages, I can't stop doing horses, send them to us. And the email is um, for submissions is readgallop at readgallop at gmail.com. That's readgallop at gmail.com. And we're we're looking for submissions. We're not a lot of money right now. We've committed to this, and I'm I'm using our COVID checks to pay right now each um contributor um $25 i know it's not a lot and i don't want people to work for free or even for that little but you know this is this is a nonprofit if you'll notice there're no ads in there yeah i did notice um, that actually right well, so it's all coming it's it's just like horses i do it to lose money you know <laughs> i have eight horses yeah we understand that I've too never made a, <laughs> right, i've never made a penny in horses in fact i've lost a substantial amount of money but, you know, when you're addicted to horses, you you do unusual things. Let's just put it that way. Well, I will. Actually, there's one artist I want to refer to you, so I'll email you that. Uh, oh, uh, that would uh, be great. She, she does, I would love she it. She does all of our art, too, and she's great. Well, thank you, Jody, for joining us. We appreciate it. I'll put a link in the show notes for everybody to go check it out. Also put a link over on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page. Good luck and with this. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All thank right. you so much. Take care. Jody. Happy trails. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yo, there there are ambitious people out there. I think so many people started new things that they would have never done in the pandemic. I absolutely agree with that. <laughs> Lots of people got horses, started new businesses. You know, like um, you got to just adapt. And and it sounds like people are like taking their their dreams and making them reality. So that's really cool. So Jessica, I'm going to introduce you to her, and you need to submit some of your stuff to the magazine because you do amazing work. Hey, real quick, before we get to really bad ads, I'll give you all an update on pickles. Remember on Monday I talked about pickles we were having, uh, and I I did post something in the auditor room after that, but for the show here, I only talked about the fact that we were we were having issues. She has severe anxiety problems when we, separation anxiety when we leave and, you know, pretty much tears things apart. Um, and then she also got hurt while running the other day. She did a tumble and has been three-legged. Well, one 
couple of positive notes here on a Friday is uh, she's putting a little bit more weight on and actually walking with four legs for the first time in the last couple of days. Okay. So uh, now dealing with the vet community, I know I get busted on this because I pick on vets, but um, dealing with the vet community here has been a little challenging. We cannot get her in for x-rays. It's four weeks to get her because you have to go to a specific vet to get x-rays. Our regular vet doesn't do them. So what? you have to go to a, a what's what's the bone doctor uh, osteopath yeah something like. like that for a vet and that's where you have to go and our regular vet couldn't get us in for four weeks it's like well she's either going to be better or not in four weeks right so yeah uh, so he said well I can do the X rays but I have to send them over to a specialist to read them. It's like, are you kidding? I can read them. Send them over to I me. Know. I'll be fine. I know. So she's supposed to get x-rays on Tuesday, but she's doing better every day. So he said if she's much better by Monday, then just don't worry about it. So uh, the other news, and I haven't talked about here on the show, is we did decide to contact the uh, the rescue organization, the Greyhound Rescue, and have her rehome to a home with other dogs. And they agreed with that. They said they've had this problem with Greyhounds before. She came right out of the farm where she was with a pack of 50 Greyhounds into a, into a, you know, a house for a week that had other dogs and then to us. So yeah. she, the foster home had other dogs too. And then she came to us and she's just not adapting well to not having anybody here when we're not. It's like um, I told somebody who was really having a hard time with one of the the racehorses that they tried to adopt and it just, it wasn't working out. And I was like, Hey, you know, in the end of it, it's going to be fine. Cause it's affiliated with a the rescue. They're yep. safe. You know, like you, what you're doing for that dog is you are finding, you're filling a need for her. Yes, she was supposed to fill a need for you, but sometimes things aren't, don't work out the way we wanted them to. But she's very clearly told you that she needs constant companionship. And unfortunately, well, with your lifestyle, you guys are only allowed to have one dog. So Yeah, and, and you know, we want to do a lot of traveling. Like, we could never leave her in the camper by herself. She'd destroy it, you know. So yeah. we need, you know, there's certain dogs that can handle that and not. So I had a tough there's time so with it this week. There's so many dogs that are available for adoption where they're like, one dog only, you know, and, yeah. and, and so that would be Well, they've you. been great. The adoption agency's been great. We They've already found a home for her, and we talked to the lady yesterday, and get this, she has five greyhounds. Oh, perfect. So, And they are retired at home. They never leave, and they have five greyhounds with a great big yard. They all run around and play. So she wants a younger one. She, she, most of her greyhounds are older with one younger one, and she wants somebody for the younger one to be able to play with. So Aww. this is perfect. In uh, Augusta, Georgia, and she sounds just like your dad. <laughs> So. so do y'all drive her up there? Yeah, or? what we're going to do is take the camper up. We'll drop her off uh, and then camp for a couple of days up there to see if she acclimates well with the other dogs. Yeah. And then we can take her back if she doesn't. But uh, so it'll, it should work out. It should work out fine. I think she's going to be she's going to love the all the activity. But we got to wait till her are... leg heals up now. So it's going to be a little while yet. Well, y'all are doing what's right by her. Oh, my gosh. That is like a big commitment to drive her to Augusta from Ocala and make sure that, I mean, gosh, you guys couldn't be doing it any more of a right way. So well, I know, you know it's she loves and, to drive. That's one good thing is she gets in the car and lays down and she's, she'll lay there for hours. She loves to go in the car. So like a basset hound in the car. It's like furniture. Yep. Like <laughs> I think it's mainly because she doesn't want to be away from her people, you know, so yeah, anything to not be away from the people. All right, let's do some really bad ads. So that's actually good news. You know, it, it's, it's bad news turned into good news. And I just look at it now that we were the foster home, uh, that yeah. found out what she was like so we could find her the right home. So yeah. uh, that's how I got through it. 
Pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is that time of the week when we do some really bad ads. Listeners submit ads either from Craigslist or from Facebook, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. We give a prize away. We draw a name at the end of every month, and uh, we take all the submitters, and we put them in a pile, and we draw the name, and somebody wins. And this month, it's a unique prize. Auditor Lindsay got together with some other auditors and made their own box of crap. You know, that's the most coveted prize we give out is a box of crap from my closet. Well, I've run out of crap. So Lindsay said, we can find crap. So apparently she's put this together, this box of crap. And to be honest to God, I'm calling it a mystery box of crap because I have no idea what's in it. I have no idea what you're going to get. It's going to be different. So uh, you definitely want to have a chance to be... Now, you are required when you get this one to do an unboxing video and post it, at least in the auditor room, because we all got to see what's in this box of crap. So if you win, please do the unboxing video. We all want to see it. But that's the prize for this month. You get double the entries if you record your own ad. And Anna did that. We're going to start off with Anna today. Hi, this is Anna in Minnesota, and I am looking for some chickens and found this really bad ad on Craigslist. It reads, For sale, 15 chickens, Issa Brown, 15 each, sawling, all at ones, that's O-N-E apostrophe S, period. Lawing, spelt L-A-I-N-G, brown eggs daily, comma, they are very friendly to kids and adults, period, space, period. Not quite sure what's going on there. <laughs> what was that? I think they have chickens. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, so it's not just horses. I'm glad to hear that, actually. It makes... <laughs> You're up next. I don't even know what that was. Good job, Anna. <laughs> um, okay. I hate you. <laughs> this came with Joe Lynn sent this one in and says longest sentence ever. And you know, immediately I put your color on that one. <laughs> it's a cattle horse is the title of the Craigslist. Oh my God, it's $8,000. <laughs> $8,000. And it's, you can see this pretty little white horse riding in a parade and all the things. <sighs> 16 hand American quarter horse, mare flea bitten gray. She has done raining barrels and worked with cattle. She has been roped off of. She is broke and doesn't speak. Spook, docent spook, docent need to be riding in a bit. She works great with kids and has high potential to be breakaway roper or cattle horse. She is 16 years old. We just don't have time for her anymore. She has also done rodeo queening and has been in parade. She requires a more advanced rider as she is very gentle. She is more feet trained than being by pulled on by a bit. She is food motivated and loves attention. She's up to date on shots and dewormer and been riding by many different people. She has packed out elk in the past as well. Does that mean they put the elk over? Uh, I don't want to. Yes, know. that means you shoot an elk and you throw it on over back. And she doesn't look long enough, uh, large enough to carry an elk. <laughs> 
no discussion on how traumatized <laughs> she is by that, but whatever. Okay, so um, th- I love this sentence that, that really jumped out at me. Uh, she is very gentle and for an advanced rider. Um, Either yeah, she's very gentle or not. <laughs> What's, she requires a more advanced rider as she, she is, is very, very gentle. gentle. That doesn't make any sense, right? Am I wrong? No. No. no that, okay. There's just a lot that's wrong. Go ahead. All right. Allie, so we had some new submitters today. So, Allie. Thanks, Jolene. Allie. Yeah. Allie sent this one in. Uh, year long quarter done Philly. A year long quarter done <laughs> Philly in Hurriman, Utah. $2,000. She needs a trainer that knows what they are doing. She is strong willed and her progress is slow. Apparently, these people don't know what they're doing. Uh, Jane, Jane, I never heard a horse named Jane before. There aren't a lot of Jane horses out there. Jane does great lunging. She will have her hooves done at the end of a couple of weeks for the first time. Up to date on on vaccinations. She is prepared and has amazing bloodlines. Papered. Oh, she is papered and has amazing bloodlines. We'll send video upon request. She will be around 16 hands when full grown. Oh, Lord. Somebody help that Philly from Philadelphia. Yeah, she doesn't really need to be in this house. No soul, Glenn. You can't have a soul when you read these. And that includes this next one that Hannah sent because, oh, my God, I need it. Okay. The picture (laughs) is of a miniature (laughs) horse that literally looks like i mean it is drenched with sweat you know the the hair is everywhere straight up sideways (laughs) they've got some sort of tiny western saddle on him and do you notice what the saddle pad is glenn that's Uh, a towel oh it is a towel (laughs) that's a towel Uh, as a saddle pad and um there's another picture of a child that is sitting on a very large child sitting on this tiny pony that is being led around in a pasture with his head straight up in the air, looking like he is very unhappy. And then uh, here's the ad pony broke to lead, but needs some more work to ride. Still a little wild thought I would have time for him, but I don't. So PM me for price pick up in Carlisle, Kentucky. His name is Brownie and he's two years old. Brand new saddle, probably been used a handful of times. So we get that pony and the saddle. Oh my God, this isn't Carla Kentucky. Go give me this pony. <laughs> and probably at two years old, shouldn't have a rider quite that big on this tiny little pony. Just saying. <sighs> There's no soul. No soul. <laughs> I'm not allowed to buy really bad ads horses anymore. You know, they probably Sorry. should just take them in the mountain seat, probably carry an elk out. Uh, Pacific Northwest. This was sent in by Laura. In the Pacific Northwest. We're out of the north today. It's usually the south. Today, it's all in the north. Um, look at her. I'm not going to say it, but look at her uh, email address, Lars. <laughs> uh, antique horse trailer. It's still solid. It's a project. Goes down the road just fine. What you see is what you get. Selling for a friend who is liquidating. Signed title in hand. It doesn't say it's for this trailer. They have a signed title. Uh, Use your imagination and flip it into something cool or fix it. Up for your livestock possibilities are endless. Okay. Let me, I'm going to call bull bull on this. Um, First of all, it's not solid. It's missing part of its roof. Uh, It is, yes, a project. No, it does not go down the road just fine. Do not put an animal in this thing. And, um... 
Yeah, you're not going to get the title for this trailer because they didn't make titles back then. <laughs> I don't when think they had titles back then. I really don't. And what's with the spare tire seems to be painted yellow. Everything is like paint or was painted yellow, including the wood that they tapped in on the side. <laughs> and is that a pallet as a roof? It that looks they like they put a pallet on as a roof. Yes, that is correct. And what is the random wires popping out of the front part of I it? I don't know. I don't uh, know what those are for. <laughs> Keep birds off like on city, you know, apartment buildings. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> let me remind everybody that we used to post these in, on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page. Um, but we can't anymore because we continued to get messages from people wanting to buy the trailers. <laughs> so we only post them in our auditors Facebook page now. So if you want to see all these ridiculous, this canary yellow slash white slash rust monstrosity that has the spare tire on the side that is also painted yellow, you can go become an auditor. And how do they do that, Glenn? Just go down to, or go to the Horse Radio Network Facebook, or sorry, go to horseradionetwork.com, go to the right side, and you're going to see an auditor banner, and for as little as $3 a month, you too can be part of the in-crowd. All this content can be yours, people. Hey, um, Laureen, our dear friend from New Jersey, sent in the next one, and she's recorded it herself, thank God. Hi, good morning. This is Lorraine Barden, and I'm going to read a bad ad. And this ad is from a Facebook group that um, shares ghost or haunted posts. So it's not about horses, but it is another haunted post. Does anybody know where I can get rid of marble? Recently bought a house. Previous owners made a patio out of old headstones. (laughs) complete with names and dates carved in them it gets way too slippery when it's wet that's the only problem with that i gotta i sorry i had to interrupt (laughs) play it again start it over i i I, I just that caught me totally off guard we're gonna start over oh my god (laughs) hi good morning this is laureen barden and i'm gonna read a bad ad and this ad is from a facebook group that um, shares ghost or haunted posts. So it's not about horses, but it is another haunted post. Does anybody know where I can get rid of marble? Recently bought a house. Previous owners made a patio out of old headstones, complete with names and dates carved in them. It gets way too slippery when it's wet. And that's the old, the whole ad. And I'm just wondering if like people would go in and out of their house through this patio and step on these headstones. Kind of creepy, but I don't know. They need to get rid of them. Thanks for listening. Bye. Here's the thing, (laughs) Lorene, is um, when you have headstones as your patio floor, you got those headstones from somewhere. Why? Are people robbing headstones off of graves? This whole I mean, thing is disturbing. My thoughts. We got elk over horses. We have headstones. This is some Friday we got going. I got to tell you something right now. <laughs> yes. I have to come I have to come clean on something. Yes. Give me a minute. I need you to go to uh, Facebook yeah. and go to type in wild side, all one word, wild side auction services because there's currently an auction going on here in Oklahoma. It's about two and a half hours from my house and Wildside auction services is having a two day auction and they sell everything. 
I don't know how it's legal. Apparently in Oklahoma, it's legal to sell these things. But I'm just going to go down through the post. I haven't checked to see if Abby's here because we discovered this last night. And there's something we need to do. But the first thing that they're like, hey, these are consignments for this current auction that is going on. That's a baby camel that's like four days old on a bottle. Baby kangaroo. Mini horses, donkeys, mini donkeys, zebras. Oh, here's a tamed zebra gelding. Super tame. They're not tame. Um, uh, mules, horses, zebus, these tiny little donkeys, hedgehogs. They have a picture of an anteater here. <laughs> anteaters. Right now, I would tell you that last, oh my God, there's a Basset, Bactrian bull camel that is a photograph of it being long lined. Okay. So, um, there's currently something that's being sold that I actually told Abby, I was like, you need to go get this. I have to work in the morning. You Can need I to guess? Go get this. You'll never guess the kangaroo or the wallaby. No, oh. no, something way more sensible than that. One. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously I can't keep a kangaroo or a wallaby in here, but a very sensible pet is a sloth. They're selling a two-year-old male sloth at this auction. And I was like, we need to go get that. <laughs> Obviously, we need it. And Chad was like, I am very scared that you're serious. <laughs> I was like, oh, 100%. I was like, you knew I loved it. And they have a picture of a baby giraffe. I don't see it in the consignment of this auction. They have seem to have these every six months. Um, so the next six months one, I'm going. And uh, if there's a two-year-old sloth, apparently two-year-old sloths go for eight to $10,000. I was going to ask so that. That was I'm my next question. <laughs> I'm going to have to save up. But I mean, if there's like an abundance of sloths, maybe is one it, will go for a discount. How is all of this legal? Servals? Those like Cats? Oh, well, wait a minute. Joe Exotic was in Oklahoma, wasn't he? Wildcats. Yeah. 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 They, this is all like apparently legal to sell all this. And I need to go save some of these animals. There's weird goats and llamas and sheep and buffalo and bison. And you have to be honest, and- though, because I'm thinking this, too. Okay. I kind of want to go watch this. <laughs> Just- yes. <laughs> Exactly. I don't Apparently, care how wrong it is. I want to go watch. Come on, I want to see the people bidding. <laughs> that is my big thing. Is I want to know who's buying a two-year-old baby sloth that's not. Me. And if they all look like Joe Exotic. Uh, exactly. Birds <laughs> and there's. Have you ever seen a four-horn ram? No. Well, you will on their Facebook page because it's consigned and for sale today. And so there's a sale today and tomorrow. Watusi bulls. Like there are. An insane amount of crazy animals that are for sale. I mean, I feel like uh, there's two four-week-old baby lemurs. I am going to have to go get a lemur. There's a driving <laughs> pair, Waylon and Willie. Waylon and Willie. <laughs> that are for sale, and they're like harness horses. Draft horses, Glenn, you need them. Baby Mini yeah, just cows. where I trust to buy draft horses at the exotic auction sale. Oh my gosh! Okay, so today is the bottle babies, exotic fowl, kangaroos, wallabies, antelope, deer, zebras, and camels. Aru dad, mufalon, and other exotic sheep, goats, ostrich, emus, rhea, bison, and at the end of it, they sell taxidermy. 
Tomorrow is the llamas, alpacas, mini cattle, mini pony, water buffalo, longhorn. So the people that bought them last year bring the stuffed ones back this year? Is that? I don't know, but I am not (laughs) kidding you. I need a baby sloth. Our two-year-olds. I don't care. What do you do with the sloth, by the way? What do they eat? Do you know they eat fruits and vegetables, Glenn? They hang around. Well, that matches your lifestyle. I mean, they're vegetarians, so you're good. They poop every two weeks. What? <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I love them too. <laughs> yeah. And I Chad's like, where are you going to put a sloth? And I'm like, do you see this corner of our living room? I could very easily put like a box and like a, I was thinking like the barn rafters. They would love the barn rafters. Into it. Well, no, because it needs to be with me, Glenn. And I, I, told, I told him, I was like, can't you imagine? I took my hand and I put it on his arm and like pinched one part of his arm and then pinched a little. Don't they have claws like big toenail type things? Only to hold on to trees. And I'm like, he will climb your arm mm. in the middle of the night and snuggle with you. Oh, mm. my God. So wild side, um, if you guys are seriously, I, I do not think that any of this is okay. Just so you know, like these animals are wild and should not be. So all of this is horrible. Um, but in the theme of really bad as we have no souls and I need a baby sloth. And I, it, it's a good thing I didn't find out about this till last night. Um, <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> Y'all know you want to go. Welcome well, to age. Oklahoma. <laughs> this is Oklahoma. We're going to do a listener meetup next year there. That's what we My have to do. My husband moved me here. It's your fault. <laughs> we need to do a listener meetup at this auction next year. I don't know if Abby's even here or not. She was like, I could get up at six and go get it. I was like, I'll give you $2,000. <laughs> yeah. So my minutes. guess is you're, you're underpricing there. Yeah. That's my guess. I, 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 well. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. Faye sent the next one. Who and knew? This is Rehoming horses. Let's end on Faye. After you know what? Let's just end with the auction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we're done. Maureen, we'll save all the rest of these for next week. because uh, oh. we're plain running out of time. But uh I yeah. Whew. Only in Oklahoma. See, you know, Florida has its unique characteristics. Most of ours are two legged and they're very unique. Yours are four legged and very unique. Uh there the, is a savannah cat. I don't even know what it's oh, like. Oh, they circle. that's a huge thing in this country, and it's a huge problem in this country because they're like a little bit larger than regular kitty cats, but they're actually crossed with actually savannah cats. And so they're half wild, half regular cats. And the problem is ordinary people get them expecting a kitty cat and it, they don't get a kitty cat. It's not a cat. And then they have the problem because people want to get rid of their savannah cats. They're very pretty, but they're not so good to have in the house unless you know what the hell you're doing. And there you go. I'm going to read you this ad. Ready? Final yeah. one. A great pair of African crested porcupines. They've been breeding and they are friendly. Oh, what the hell do you do with them? <laughs> what do you do with porcupines? You're not keeping them in the living room. They're going to dig underneath your house and flood it out. <laughs> skunks. Please tell me they're skunks. If there's porcupines, there's got to be skunks. Hold on. I'm currently looking at the Z-Dunk and the ostriches, Glenn, but I'm going to keep going down here. There's an yeah. ostrich farm. Oh, there's farm. another porcupine. There's an oh, ostrich por- and a z- emu farm right across the street from the World Equestrian Center. I, they have to be selling it because the property has to be worth a fortune, but they must have a <gasps> hundred of them there. There's a boa constrictor for sale. <laughs> of course there is. There's going to be baby snakes. Baby monkeys, a white-faced, seven-week-old capuchin monkey. This must oh be God. like the These Land Rover of exotic auctions. I do not understand what this is. Why is a marmoset Now I'm really sorry that we're not getting you live from the auction. That would have been so good remote next, today. Next time. Next time. <laughs> you next doing play-by-play play at the auction. That would have been wonderful. Now that we are ready, this is going to happen. Meet this up at the Oklahoma Exotic Auction. 
<laughs> Wild side auction services. You got to go look. We're all staying at Jamie's page. house. And um, yeah. oh, yeah, they we'll, have we'll camping. You can camp there. <laughs> oh yeah, and you can bring your trailers and camp and all the things. All the things. <laughs> God, can you imagine Holy the people? Jeez, Louise. Yeah, the people at the auctions. It's Joe Exotic. There's parents. Oh, my God. I need one of these blue macaws. <laughs> Take me away. End the show. All right. After we're ending gray. the show now. Could be mine. <laughs> Spay, neuter, geld. Spay, neuter, geld. Your exotic pets. <laughs> Don't own a lemur. I need a hyacinth macaw. I've always wanted one. And sloth's probably not a good idea either. They probably attack you in some way at night. <laughs>